So let's talk for a second about how thought control is kind of like playing volleyball. Yes, I'm out of my bike, but sometimes you just gotta teach when you can teach. So recently I got a client who is a volleyball player and she was frustrated with her husband for choosing to respond to ideas or thoughts or triggers or things that she said in a way that was kind of like watching a volleyball bounce off of someone's forehead or shoulder or ankle and fly out into the stands and we could prove that he was responding in a not so excellent way. Yeah, it wasn't a good reaction. Uh, but for us to call that choosing to respond incorrectly is not useful. A volleyball coach would never go up to a ambitious and hopeful new athlete and say things like, after the ball bounces off of them, coming from across the net, why did you choose to respond like that? No, a coach wouldn't do that. Because a coach understands that to correctly respond to a volleyball coming at you real fast and knowing your opponent, which is not your loved one, it's Satan uh, getting on board and getting involved in the process, but when a thought comes at you, 60, 70, 80, 90 miles an hour, and how do you respond to high-speed thoughts in a constructive way? Bump, set, spike. Let me explain what we mean by that. If you ever watch volleyball, you know much about how it's played. The skill required to be the bumper, yeah, I don't know if that's the official name for it, but the person who's job it is to get your hands underneath the ball coming down the, towards the ground super dang fast in such a way that the ball is popped up into the air and the teammates have a chance to have a constructive response to it so step one of thought control is to bump whatever comes at you up into the air and take a second and go, all right, that was a fast thought. That was a difficult thought, often called triggers, whether it's triggers of temptation or triggers of pain and torment, but still is a high speed thought that causes a pretty emotional response. And if you don't practice, 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 bumping it into the air, both as the person receiving the temptation or the person receiving the fear-based trigger, that ball is going to fly out into the audience and it's not going to come off right. So you got to practice bumping it up in the air and then you have the setter. The setter is a vital job. The setter needs some agility. The setter needs to be able to move their feet around quickly, get underneath the ball and with intent, with strategy, and it's my understanding that the more advanced volleyball players, not only do they get their feet under the ball and their body in their hands, 
they actually call a play. They call out to their teammates what they, where they intend to pop the ball up as a setter so that the spikers know where to be and when to be so they can really put their body and energy behind the final spike process. And so in your head, you have to have pre-planned, practiced, and having your feet underneath you, strategies ready to pop the ball up. And remember, when it's time to spike the ball, time to spike the thought, we're not spiking it at our loved one, at our spouse, at our child. We are remembering that there is a 7,000-year-old genius named Satan involved in the process, and he loves to ruin families. So even practicing and clarifying where you're trying to hit the ball or how you play the end so that your team can win. So okay, prepared and strong because we say the ball you will have resistance. A strong swing of your energy with words, body language, facial expressions, all designed to finish the interaction in a way that is a win for you, the loved one you're interacting with, and the people you care about. Now, is it just a choice to do bump set spike? No, that is such an excessive simplification, oversimplification. To correctly bump set and spike, it requires practice, 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 practice. You take thoughts that are likely to come at you, you know your opponent is going to intentionally make it difficult for you. Of course, Satan's going to intentionally make it difficult for you. And so the thought that comes into your mind as your spouse is talking to you, uh, and you think it's them saying it, things like, do you have a minute to talk? And your brain hears, here we go again, she's going to attack me. Okay, that's just one of thousands of examples of satanic uh, spikes designed to knock off the forehead, our forehead and into the stands. So please, please practice. And you have to do this. You know, we look at basketball players and we go, oh, boy, it'd be cool if I could play like that. Baseball players, golfers, everybody. If you really want your skill of response to difficult interactions with your loved ones to come out successful, you're gonna have to visualize and practice hundreds and hundreds of times. People don't know that as a therapist I do this. I will visualize the comments and the facial expressions, body language of my clients over and over and over again and prepare quality responses. First bump, just get the thought up into the air and go, okay, that was a stinger, that was a tough one. That's, that's what's going on with that, okay? And give myself a second to gather my thoughts. Set, okay, here's how I wanna respond, here's the play, here's the plan put it, my thoughts and feelings where they need to be and spike, not at the person I'm talking to. I'm not trying to beat them, I'm not trying to hurt them. I'm just trying to win for both of us.
for my team so that we can have a successful communication. So please, uh, this concept is just one of hundreds, thousands I've put into the Marriage Repair Workshop and Lazarus Lectures. Please, I've tried so hard to make it as inexpensive as possible. So follow the links that are connected to this and start studying the rest of the concepts. I hope you get a good idea now of how to uh, bump, set, and spike during difficult conversations. See you next time. You have just finished listening to another principle that is one of many that you will find in a special class that I've put together called the Marriage Repair Workshops and the Lazarus Lectures. This is a compilation of principles that I have pulled from my years of training, study, and therapeutic experience designed to give you the tools, the vision, the ideas, everything that is necessary to take a relationship that has experienced catastrophic levels of unpleasantness and falling apart and rebuild it almost as if raising it from the dead. Please follow the links and attend at least one of our marriage repair workshops so that you can get a feel for what you will learn and get your attachment to the multimedia classroom that holds videos, audios, articles from me and several other specialists that we call the Lazarus Lectures, a 40-lesson series building from one principle to another so that you can discover what is necessary to pull off a miracle in your relationship. I hope you will find great value in this. I hope those of you who find yourselves unable to afford the thousands of dollars necessary to attend a marriage therapist, especially one that's really good and is not as available as we would like therapists to be, please, please study this material in the Lazarus Lectures and attend the Marriage Repair Workshops so that we can help you get things back to the way you want them. We'll see you then.